0: Welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is August the 29th. We're at the end of August. We are about to be wrapped up with August.
1: How many days are in August? 31. Well, then we're not...
0: Well, I said we're almost, almost. I didn't say we are <laughs> wrapping up, we're almost, but we're here with the Words of Grace podcast. That's right. This, so this is the last podcast The last in podcast
1: August. in the month of August, yeah. the year 2022. Yes. Here we are. Here we are. It's amazing how quickly the year's going by. Yeah.
0: Well, August has definitely flown by. Mm-hmm. In
1: summer has it, Grace.
0: Yes, it has.
1: We've had a very good summer.
0: Yep. Very good. Lots of things going on. and
1: Good stuff going on, mm-hmm. too. Youth camp and children's camp. Wednesdays together. Wednesdays Wednesdays together was great. Yeah. Yeah. So. And here we are. Yeah. School's back and Mm -hmm. still in John.
0: Yeah. Still in John. (laughs) Yeah. I was talking to, we had college students here and was saying, well, we're in John. We've been in John a while and Mm -hmm. I don't know how much longer. And Scott doesn't either. So we're just going to be in John.
1: That was a good crew of college students. Yeah. We had about
0: 20. Two college students, we started our college age study on yeah. Sunday, which is at 9 o'clock. And yeah, it's great. We had yeah. 22 They years. sat on the
1: front row during yeah, the worship service. I like that.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I yeah. know. I was like, man, college yeah. students were on the front row. No one fell asleep? No, that's good. I was going to ask you, did anyone fall asleep? No. I always no. wonder if, like, for college students, I should prep them like, oh, by the way, I don't know what kind of churches. no knock on other churches, but Scott prays a long time. So just want to give you a <laughs> heads up. Keep your eyes up. open or you <laughs> might
1: fall asleep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it was a wonderful day yesterday. Wonderful day. Yeah, and we were in the we were at the last of the seven sermons out of the farewell discourse.
0: Yeah, and we were on prayer. So give us a little bit of an outline of kind of where you went uh, in in regards to prayer.
1: Well, I didn't go in order. As people will, will yeah. uh, the discerning person will uh, under, Will see that I didn't. I didn't really preach those sermons necessarily in order because the sixth sermon was on the last verse where Jesus says in the world, you'll have tribulation, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. But I did want to save the sermon on prayer or on asking is a better way of saying it for the seventh sermon, which wow. I did yesterday. Um, I don't know. Just, just, uh, <laughs> I thought maybe you had a felt like the thing to do. Uh, uh, it's toward the end yeah. and it's really peppered. <clears throat> it's peppered throughout.
0: That's true, because you use a lot of John to kind of show where you talked about that.
1: Yeah. John. So in John 14, 15, and 16, yep. Jesus says, ask. Mm-hmm. And then he says it in various ways. Six times mm-hmm. in, in those three chapters, Jesus says that uh, it will be done for you. He will give it to you. You know, I will do it. He, he's giving the promise of answered prayer or answering the ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the farewell discourse. So anyway, so it was peppered throughout, and I wanted to do it on the last one. So we did that yesterday. And, and, but if I can read to you the primary text that we mm-hmm. drew this from yesterday. It's John 16, verses 23 and 24. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Yeah. So, uh, real quick outline from yesterday. Um, there's a time to ask. Jesus mm-hmm. spoke of that day, in that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I take that to mean that, that it, is, it is the day after the ascension of Jesus and the giving of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. After that and before the return. Yep. So it's been a 2,000-year day so far. Mm-hmm. In this day, uh, that we're to ask. And Jesus said, that's when and how? In my name. It's Mm -hmm. a a new way of asking. Until then, they had not asked in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. But now that Jesus is going to the cross and is going to be raised from the dead and has opened the door into the presence of God and the throne of grace and has the authority to reconcile and to actually grant us prayer, we're coming in his name. Mm -hmm. And then he says uh, throughout, peppered throughout those three chapters, there's a reason to pray. And Jesus uh, says at least three reasons to pray. Uh, One is that we would be able to carry out his works, the greater works, the continued works of Jesus in the world. Mm -hmm. That the Father would grant that the works be done through the church. Uh, You can say that's also fruit. And then secondly, that the Father may be glorified. Yeah. And third, that our joy may be full. Mm. So there's the quick outline of yesterday.
0: Yeah. So here's the question that I want to ask. Um, I felt like the sermon was really helpful for me in regards to prayer in this way, that especially when you talked about in His name, like uh, I feel like I was pulling out of a lot of, oh, this is helping me learn how to pray. And in one part in the sermon, you talked a lot about praying the purposes of God and not my own desires Mm -hmm. or purposes. Mm 'Cause I think sometimes in, in prayer I can be it can be easy for me to, to fall into maybe a selfish trap of this is what I want, this is what I want, but instead of praying his glory, his purposes. And so it's really good. But I was wondering if there was people in the room going, Okay, Scott, let's say I'm not praying selfish prayers mm-hmm. and I'm praying for his purposes, his glory in the lives of people that are in my sphere of influence and community or whatever we're praying for, but man, Scott, I'm not seeing anything moving forward. Yeah. How would you pastorally encourage someone who is praying right? You know, you're, they're, they're checking their heart, but they're just not seeing maybe what they hope for yeah. or what they would say would be a God glorifying fruit from that prayer. Mm-hmm. How would you encourage someone in in that season of life?
1: that the first way that first of all thank you for raising that issue because it's a it's a reality mm-hmm. the first thing i would say by way of encouragement is that that means you are taking prayer seriously yeah that's good it means you're actually praying mm-hmm. i mean let, let's let's be honest justin most people would give up most mm. people don't pray yeah uh most people pray once twice a good you know really desperate three times and and then if it doesn't happen they're done they're moving on Mhm. They're not engaging. Yeah. Prayers an engagement. Prayer's not a slot machine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, prayer's not a, a a vending machine. You know, you put something in and pops out pops something. Prayer's a relationship with God. Prayer's a partnership with God. Prayer uh, Paul we we quoted on on Sunday that three times Paul used the phrase in different contexts, striving, struggling in prayer. Mm. Prayer's a prayer's a process. Prayer's an ongoing thing. So if if someone is really tackling the issues of life mm-hmm. and of eternity in their own lives and in the souls of other people uh or in a, the context of a church or or a, you know the world if someone's really engaging in in prayer there's there are going to be mm-hmm. those times uh regularly where they're having to wait yeah where where they are praying it through, where they are wrestling and striving, that just means they're engaged. Yeah, they're doing it. Yeah. So that's the first thing I would say to. So there's an encouragement there that they are, be they, in, be they're Be encouraged. Yeah. That that is the that is the life of prayer, mm. uh, the life of asking. Um, so rather than get discouraged, oh, I don't see it happening. Be encouraged. Oh, I'm I'm in it. Yeah. I'm asking. And so now I'm also calling. Yeah, the right I,
0: perspective is there. Mm-hmm. I'm calling out to God, who's the one going to have to work. I can't make this happen. There's a dependence. And, yeah. And so,
1: timing, yeah. his timing is, is in his hands. That's the other thing I would say by way of encouragement the timing is in his hands. Yeah. God is sovereign. You know, God, let's just try to be honest here, okay? Mm-hmm. As honest as we can about this and truthful. God does not need us to pray to do something. Hmm. God created the world without us asking for it. Mm -hmm. God sent a Savior Jesus without us asking for him. So God can work without us asking. But as best we can tell, reading the Bible, understanding what the Bible is actually teaching about, about God's work in the world, he has ordained prayer.
0: Yeah, that was something else from the sermon I thought was super helpful, of seeing God ordaining prayer as part of his that prayer is part of his ordained plan That's right. to accomplish
1: his work. That's right. Which is mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. But, but does, it's phenomenal at the same time. Yeah, he know? doesn't lose one bit of his sovereignty by <laughs> yeah. answering our prayer. He designed prayer to be answered Yeah. as a way he carries out his sovereign will. Yeah. So the thing that, I, that we can—and so because of that, there is a timing. God has his timing. Yeah. And so I would encourage someone—getting back to your question, I would encourage someone— who is asking and praying and 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 doing it for the right motive for God's glory and in faith in Jesus' name and everything that we said on Sunday, mm-hmm. and they're still waiting, I would say trust the sovereign hand of God. Trust the sovereign timing of God. Yeah. <clears throat> things are happening. God is doing things mm-hmm. in in the very in the lives of the very people we're praying for. And and sometimes He he that his doing that takes it's his timing. It takes time. So we don't want to give up. We want to say in, in God's good time. Same for us. Same for the situations that we might be praying about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to remember God's sovereign timing. Um, I think another thing is, is when we're in those situations, we have to remember that God is building our faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, There's this, there's this story uh, Jesus told of a woman. It's in Luke 18. Uh, there's a woman <clears throat> who needs protection. She goes to the judge and asks, and he won't give it to her. And she keeps asking and asking and asking. Finally, he says, I'm going to give this to her because she's bothering me. Mm -hmm. Now, remember the how much more arguments that Jesus makes. He says, if that judge who's evil responds to this woman this way, how much more will your heavenly Father Mm -hmm. give justice to the elect? Respond to the constant prayers of the elect. Okay. How much more, uh, uh, in Jesus' language, doesn't mean that, that the Father is like the judge. Right. The Father's God our Father, is not like that judge in, in being evil and bothered. He, he so far surpasses that evil and bothered judge that he gives because these are his elect and he loves them. But the point that Jesus is making is that the woman keeps asking. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus said, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on earth?
0: Persistent prayer means faith. It
1: means faith, yeah. and so, and the, and so, very often, we the the purpose of our continued asking is because the Lord is continually drawing out faith hmm. from our lives and building our faith, and and uh, causing us to see that we're totally dependent upon Him. So that would be another encouragement I would give. God is working in me as I'm asking, or in that person who's asking that question. Uh, you know, what am I to think of the? the way that the fact that the prayer hasn't been answered yet, but God's working in me and in mm-hmm. you in, in mm-hmm. our hearts as we're praying. Yeah. So, you know, in all these ways, again, just to recap and we can talk more, but you know, we, we ought to take encouragement because we're actually in the, we're, we're in the, the spiritual battle in prayer. If, if we're having to wait, cause that's yeah. the nature of it. We haven't left and walked away. Um, and, uh, we, and God is building persistence in, mm. in faith in our lives and God has his own sovereign mm. timing. Yeah.
0: Wouldn't you say as we pray for this, that somehow, even our prayers are getting reshaped in the process? Mm -hmm. Do you see that kind of happening? Talk a little bit about that, like how that happens and Mm -hmm. how that's helpful.
1: Yeah. Uh, Now this is experiential, like it's out of my own experience. But yes, I mean this has happened to me recently. So I'm I'm always there are always numerous situations in my life, um, in people I know. Uh, family, friends, this congregation that I'm I'm praying for people and praying about things Mm -hmm. and I have noticed um, that over time uh, as I'm really wrestling Mm -hmm. in prayer over an issue that my prayers start to change Mm -hmm. I can start out praying one way and then as I continue to pray and think about it and read the Bible and Mm -hmm. meditate more on it I can say oh well maybe I need to pray this way yeah. And then I start, uh, you, you know, just, it just the different c- circumstances. It changes different ways. I don't have a specific I have a specific one in mind. I still want to talk about it right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, I, but I don't know, you know, I don't, so I don't know how to explain it any further than to say that, yes, I think that yeah. my praying uh, changes along the way as mm-hmm. I'm seeking the Lord and trying to apply the Bible yeah. to what I'm praying. And I, I'm I'm going to assume that the more I'm seeking the Lord, the more I'm trying to apply Bible verses, truth, Bible truth to my prayers, the 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 more I'm having to wait, mm-hmm. then my prayers are getting shaped in, in a good way. Yeah. Like I'm praying more accurately, more faithfully, mm. less out of my own yeah. uh, sense of personal need, but more for the glory mm. of God. Yeah. So yes, I, I think so. One yeah. of the reasons that we have to persist is because it shapes the way we pray.
0: That's a good point. Cause I think I look past in, in my, and as people I've prayed for in the past, friends that where you're praying for this person, maybe it's for them to have an awakening mm-hmm. to come closer to God and something happens in their life that is not good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, you may be caused to go, what this is going the opposite direction, but maybe that's a process where God's going to bring them to a place yeah. of calling out. Yeah. So I think when you're in prayer, you see that happen. Just like what you said, you go, okay, because I've been praying, my spiritual antenna is a little up. Yeah. And I go, okay, well, God, maybe you're doing something here. Yeah. Maybe this is part of the plan of getting them back. And mm-hmm. and so it causes you to enter into that situation. And like you said, because you have been praying mm-hmm. and you've been continue to pray to step mm-hmm. into that and go, okay, this is a reshaping of my prayer. Mm-hmm. God, would you use that to bring mm-hmm. them to mm-hmm. you?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, there's so much mystery to this, and yeah. there's so many layers to this, and the Bible teaches us so much ab- about this because I think because prayer is so fundamental to knowing God and to walking with God, mm-hmm. it's it, it really is at, at at the foundation. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I think I said Sunday that the way that salvation and prayer are connected uh, is that is that Jesus. Is the, is the one who saves us by grace through faith in his death on the cross. And you could say the exact same thing about prayer. Jesus is the one who makes it possible for us to pray by grace through faith in his death on the cross. It's the, he, he opened the way to God to open the way to prayer, to relationship, to communion, to communication, to asking um, of God. So in these ways, it's, it's, uh, they're connected. And where I was going with that is just as if, just as we are completely dependent upon God to be saved, we are completely dependent upon God in prayer. Hmm. And and very often what's happening in our lives is, is uh, ridding us of our self-dependent life, hmm. which is the very thing that keeps a person from becoming a Christian. It's also what keeps us from praying. And and it, it, the things are happening in our lives to get us completely dependent upon God, which is what we must do to be saved, and it's what we must do in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I draw that from Paul in 2 Corinthians when he said, we had the uh, first chapter, he said, uh, we were so afflicted and so burdened and so overwhelmed, we were burdened beyond our ability, beyond our ability. So I don't like that saying that says God won't give you more than you can handle. No, he'll give you plenty more than you can handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, To to get you to depend on him—that's what Paul said. This was we had the death sentence on us. This was to keep us from depending on ourselves and to put our trust completely in God who raises the dead. Yeah, and that he's—that's the life of prayer. Mm -hmm. He doesn't use the word prayer in that passage. Yeah, but it's the life of prayer. Although he does at the at at the end of that passage, he says, "Pray for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need your help in prayer." But he's talking about himself, and he says, "This is this life of dependency." What he means is, is we're having to call out to God. Yeah. And so there, there's another perspective mm-hmm. uh, on why mm-hmm. the things we ask for don't immediately happen, and maybe yeah. we don't see them.
0: Yeah. I would say, too, you know, one of the things that was helpful to me at a point in my life it happened in seminary was when I think some of the times when I was praying for something that was the same thing, sometimes I would I would get exhausted in prayer because I thought like I was saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Over and over again, I was just like, man, I'm just, I don't want to say the word bored. That's not it. Mm -hmm. But I thought I was saying the same thing. And and I just, I I began to learn, and you do this on Sundays, but to pray the word Mm -hmm. for something, Mm -hmm. which allowed me to, for that something, to have something new to say every time. And you open the Psalms and you're praying a different Psalm for that situation, which was super helpful to me. Just to kind of, like you said, it kind of had a way to help reshape my. My prayer, but Mm -hmm. knowing that I was focusing on what he wanted, not Mm -hmm. what I wanted, Mm because the word was going to dictate my prayer, not me. Yeah. And that was helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, we could go on and on. Uh, I have another comment that maybe that will be helpful is uh, on this thing about is God answering my prayer? Is God giving me what I ask? You know, if we if we really think about it, we pray, you know, God, give us strength. Okay, you and I are sitting in this room right now. And we're talking about about prayer. We're talking about Christ and the gospel and the cross and the Bible. Is that not evidence that God has answered our prayer? Yeah. Um, God's the one that is keeping us in faith. We're not keeping ourselves. Right. Um, it's the work of the Holy Spirit
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you and I would be even thinking about having a conversation about prayer and the work of God and the kingdom of God, where'd that come from? It certainly didn't generate from me and you. Mm -hmm. So the, the prayer, Lord, keep us in faith, give us strength to face the week for your glory, which we pray almost every week at Grace Community Church is right now, currently being answered. Yeah. By by the, by the very fact that you and I are sitting in this room with an open Bible Mm -hmm. talking about him. Yeah. So, He is answering our prayers. Yeah, he is. He is. He is upholding us. Yeah, it's hard to remember. Yeah, which
0: I think goes to what you're saying. Sometimes when we ask for an answer, we're sometimes, and this is me, maybe this is my experience. I'm expecting these big answers, Mm -hmm. like obvious, Mm -hmm. but sometimes through the ordinary ways, he is answering that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm looking for that big fireworks experience but mm-hmm. maybe it's like like you said us sitting here talking about this encouraging one another is an answer to prayer it's an answer to prayer and i think that's a great reminder because sometimes we want to look in the extraordinary event mm-hmm. and really it's just like want to look at the ordinary things that are happening mm-hmm. right here yeah that's encouraging amen yeah
1: well, we're going to um, continue on in John. Yeah. We are, and that reminds you know it, it, it. We'll close with this. So, so this this Sunday, we're going to move right into John 17. Mm-hmm. And here's a great connection, okay? Jesus, toward the end of John 16, says, "Ask." And John 17 opens with Jesus asking the Father on behalf of the disciples. Mm-hmm. So he's praying. <laughs> and the whole chapter of 17 is a prayer. Hmm. So when I read that if I'm looking and I want to encourage our congregation over the next uh, several weeks as we look at John 17, if you want to know if we want to know what to pray for, John 17 yeah. shows us the very mind of Jesus our savior, praying for his followers, praying for us. Yeah. And so we can we can pick up right there and say okay, This is what we will pray for. Mm. The same thing Jesus prayed for. Yeah, Because if he thought it was important enough to pray about, then we see it as important enough to pray about. So we're going to be in John 17 on Sunday. Well, great. We'll look forward
0: to learning about what to pray for. thanks. Thanks.